Welcome to a special edition of The Edge. This time we're going to talk a topic that is close to my heart, and I know it's close to yours, Jay. Indeed it is. Food. Food. This is not going to be about Secure Service Edge. This is going to be about my journey and Jay's journey with food. So we're going to call this one An Englishman in the City. And uh, that's a play on a song that is near and dear to my heart because in San Francisco I had an opportunity to see uh, the great artist Sting sing uh, Englishman in New York. So I thought that would be an appropriate uh, title for this podcast. But anyway, um, Jay, man, how uh, let's, let's talk about food. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess to start with, it's great that I've got to meet you face to face. Yeah. And I, and I know that food's critical for you and critical for me. So it was really good to finally meet you face to face. You know, I think that was a topic that we, uh, when we first met each other on Zoom back in the day, uh, maybe six months ago, uh, we quickly bonded on this concept of, of food. Um, you know, I can think about it. San Francisco really is an important city to me. Uh, I grew up in a family that my father, every morning as a kid, uh, not every morning, but Saturday mornings, uh, he made sourdough pancakes. And uh, as you know, San Francisco is a city well known for, for sourdough. And the process that he went through to uh, procure the yeast that he first started, and that was in Alaska, and he kept that yeast um, all through my childhood. And, and uh, it wouldn't be surprising if you look in his refrigerator now to see that yeast from my childhood uh, still there. But um, that's one of the connections with San Francisco that I have. The second one is I had an uncle, uh, Uncle Jerry, who's one of my favorite uh, relatives, and he was somebody uh, who grew up in Wisconsin, a small town, and he was enamored with France. Uh, so he had, a, a, again, a close affinity for food and was one of these people that introduced me to different types of foods. So um, it wouldn't be uncommon to see maybe escargot uh, at, at one of the family dinners and as well uh, one of the family traditions that is, is, is close in my family and that's having fondue every Christmas and I attribute that to, to my Uncle Jerry. So that's really where I kind of started my, my food journey. Yeah, and I think my, my journey is a strange one. I think anyone that knows me now wouldn't believe what I was like as a child. My mum laughs every time I speak with her. I was the kind of kid that my food couldn't touch on the plate. And if it touched, I wouldn't eat it. And it had to be plain and boring. And a lot of people will say that's because I'm English and our food's like that. But I guess my, my, real, my, my experience with proper food started when I went to university. It was a melting pot of cultures. We would go out for dinners. Um, we would go to Chinese restaurants, Indian restaurants, and, and the UK's famous for Indian food, and I'd never tried it. I'd worked um, delivering Indian food uh, as, a, as a driver uh, and, and got offered many times to eat Indian food and never did, um, which I look back on now as regret. Um, but when I got to university, like I said, we would go out for these meals and people would order for me and, I, and I'd try it and I got to the point where I started to like it. And then I started to work for global companies where I'd travel a lot. I'd be all over Europe, I'd be in Japan, I'd be in China. And it opened my eyes to what food you could get. And then moving on from that, I became the person that would send out a, a spreadsheet at the start of a project for food. It was part of the project documentation that we needed to have. And I would make the staff that I was visiting rank food. Uh, and they would do that via 
say Yelp or, or whatever their, their choice of um, rating system was, they would have to rate the food. Um, they would have to pick a lunch and a dinner for every day. They couldn't mix, uh, they couldn't have, say, Mexican food twice in a day, or you couldn't have burgers twice in a day, and you couldn't repeat the same restaurant. And, and, and I'm renowned for that. And, and moving on from that, actually, most of my friends now don't even pick up a menu. The expectation is Jay's here, Jay will pick the food. So that journey has gone from the, the, the kid, however many years ago, who wouldn't let his food touch to now person that will pretty much try everything. I lived in Japan. I've eaten every part of every animal you can imagine. I've been all over Asia where they eat bugs, and I've tried that. I've eaten tarantula, crickets, locusts. Um, and I know we had a bit of a conversation about oysters. That's one of the things I will not eat. Um, anything that's slimy or tastes salty, not interested in. You know, that's going to be one of the the goals of my uh, career here at Axis and our friendship is to get you to like oysters. Uh, even before the conference, I was ganging up on you. I was hitting up the Israelis uh, that do our product and um, telling them we got to get Jay to, to try some oysters that are good. So it, it will be a common theme as we move forward in this uh, journey that we're on. Um, but you bring up a nice uh, important thing. Uh, I view food as, as an adventure. It's a, it's a journey through the world. Um, you're, you, you have that ability to sit down at a table, whether it's at a restaurant or at a home or even cook it for yourself and taste this culture uh, that has grown up all across the world, whether it be Thai food or Indian food, as you mentioned, uh, could be Japanese um, and some of the items that we have tried uh, here in San Francisco. And in San Francisco, you know, um, it's the city, it's the city by the bay and really you refer to it as the city and, and you will get in trouble with your uh, local San Francisco p folks if you call it Frisco. So when, you, when you're here, call it the city. Uh, but it's really a melting pot because it's on the ocean uh, and, and cultures have come through this city. They've established themselves. Uh, there are different sections of this city. You have your Italian section, you have your Chinese, Japanese. Um, there are, and, and it's become a melting pot, and, and we partook of that uh, during our time here. And I think our first meal that we sat down was Thai food. Uh, we we went, went for a long walk and sat down. We're like, well, what are we going to have? And happened across this uh, hole-in-the-wall Thai restaurant and had an incredible meal. It was, uh, you know, what did you enjoy about that one? Well, it was really good. I mean, I, Thai food is one of my favorites and somebody asked me whilst I've been here what, what was my favorite food and you were there as well and it's one of those where how do you answer that question I mean I, I love Thai food I've spent some time in Thailand I, I, I like Indian food I like Chinese food I like Italian pizza pasta I love a good steak I'll pretty much eat anything so depending on my mood except for oysters apart from oysters exactly um, but the Thai food was good and and the and I like Thai food in the U.S. Um, it's certainly on a on a par with what you would get in Thailand. I think maybe the difference is UK is getting there. We have a lot more Thai restaurants. I mean, when I was a kid, you could never get Thai food. It's starting to grow in popularity now, um, but I don't think we have the kind of diverse population that some of the U.S. cities have. So we don't have the that many choices. If you go maybe to the north of England and try and find Thai, you, you won't find Thai. Um, but the Thai food was good. Uh, I had, well, we shared some spring rolls. 
and they were really, really good. And if I go in a Thai restaurant, I, I generally order the same meal. So I always either uh, order a Thai green curry or a Massaman curry. They didn't have the Massaman curry on the menu in this particular place we went. They had the green curry. And the reason I order the same meal is because it helps me rank the restaurant. Like if I go to an Italian uh, a place that sells pasta, I order a carbonara. I may not, if I go back and repeat the event, I'll probably order something different. But it's like my, my calibration for the restaurant. So this time I calibrated with a Thai green curry and it was really good. And yours looked really good as well. It was good. Uh, yeah, so um, I had a holy basil meal. Outstanding. Um, the other restaurant we went to was a Caillou. And that was outstanding. It, we had a rooftop venue, uh, got to watch uh, the, one of the Golden State Warriors Celtics match. And But again, it's this fusion of Asian uh, foods that uh, you know you, you see so often here in on the West Coast and now um, you know across the United States. Uh, that was an incredible experience, great views. But again, the food mostly it was finger food. But again, bringing people together with food and having great conversations it's it's one of my favorite things out there. Um, we also went to. Uh, a few other places and, and went on the other side of things. Uh, the other last night it was, we went to a place called uh, Maestro's, and I think you probably ate. Maybe it was the best piece of food uh, there. I remember them bringing it out. You took a look at it, and you, your eyes just lit up. I actually did a little bit of a jig. I mean, I did a little <laughs> bit of a dance. Uh, it was pork belly, and it it was incredible. I mean. It, it was rich, and obviously it was quite fatty, um, but I found myself not being able to stop eating it. it, it, it I have to admit, it, it was definitely the best meal I've had here, and probably in my top 10 in the last year. It, it was breathtaking. Um, we were going actually somewhere else after for, for proper food, so I, I, I found myself thinking I shouldn't eat too much of this because we're going out for dinner after. And, and actually, by the time we got to go for dinner, I was already full because I just couldn't stop eating it. And, and the food in there, in, that place was good in general. The atmosphere was good. I also had some asparagus that was also equally great. Tempura uh, asparagus, yeah. tremendous. But unfortunately, they also brought out seafood, which kind of <laughs> knocks the right There was, out. yeah, there was a seafood plate. Um, I probably stalled on that one too long and it got taken apart. I love a good seafood platter. Uh, there was crab, there was lobster, there was oysters uh, and a few other items. And uh, I, 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 I waited too long as sometimes I do, but I must agree, the, the pork belly, oh, that was so good. Um, so we really enjoyed that place. And uh, like you, I probably ate too much. And we finished our journey at... Um, the International Smokehouse, which is a, if you're not familiar with it, it's a Michael Mina and uh, Alicia uh, um, um, Curry Curry a restaurant. Uh, again, another outstanding choice uh, by the team that uh, we're, we're, we're here with. Um, and I believe they had to take some time to get that reservation. I think it was months in advance to, to make it there. The food definitely delivered. So um, if you're not familiar with, again, we're, we're fusing elements of Asia with, uh, you know, your standard smoke house food that you would probably see in um, the South or maybe even Texas. Um, tomahawk steaks, 
ribs, um, cornbread, all with a, a bit of a twist on them. Uh, another outstanding meal. And I think the other one that we had was the Peking smoked pork belly bao buns. Outstanding. This is a great restaurant. If you're here and have the opportunity to go to the International Steakhouse or International Smokehouse, give it a shot. To, to be honest, by the, by the time we got there, I was full. Uh, we, we walked there from the previous restaurant. Um, my, in my mind, I'm like, I'm already full. I can't fit any more in. And then I was past one of those buns, and I had the bun. And I'm like, this is incredible. And then somebody brought over mac and cheese. And, and mac and cheese is a weakness of mine. We, we don't do it well in the UK. You do it well here. I had a spoonful, and then I had another spoonful, and then I had another spoonful. And then I'm sitting there thinking I really have eaten too much. And then the steak came, and it looked good. And I had a piece, and it was incredible. And it was only lucky that somebody came and moved the steak to the other end of the table that I stopped eating. Um, but yeah, I mean, to go back to the, the Kayo, the rooftop um, event that we did, I, f I, I went there expecting to have a good view and not particularly good food. Um, and that's not unusual. If, you, if you've got a place that's got an amazing view and it's going to attract attention, and whether that be a beach or, or a high view, it, the, the food's not always great because they've got the view, they can attract people. But, but I, was, I was not shocked, but pleasantly surprised at how good that food was. Uh, there were oysters, I avoided them. I noticed that you did not and I noticed that you tried on several occasions to make me have one, uh, and I refused. Um, so I, I, if we can find some good oysters in Vegas when we're at Black Cat, I will try one. I think I know the place in Vegas that we need to go, and that would be... Uh, it's inside the win, and we'll leave it at that. Uh, and that will be our next trip. Uh, we will be at Black Hat live and in person. Uh, and Jay and I will be not only talking technology, meeting with folks, uh, helping you understand the security service edge, uh, but also uh, maybe we'll, we'll check out a few restaurants, give you some recommendations, both in another podcast and, and maybe uh, through the, the new um, SSC Forum LinkedIn page. So thanks for uh, listening to us and, and our food journey here in San Francisco. Again, it was uh, great to meet Jay in person and, uh, and enjoy food with him. It's been an amazing trip.